This is the Saturday Morning Serial Podcast with your host, Amanda Ann. doing fantastic and welcome to another episode of Saturday Morning Serial. I'm Amanda Ann and today we are going to review Turning Red. So before I do that though, how many of you have bought Spider-Man on digital release? I mean we just watched it again last night and we watched the gag reel. There's some behind the scenes on there. I personally haven't watched but Mike has watched and yeah it's just such a great movie i don't even know how else to explain it like the spider-man movie is just it's pure awesomeness i don't even know (laughs) but anyway also today announced uh in you guys know i'm a big tom hiddleston fan and his new show excess serpent is coming out on apple tv plus on may 13th so again super excited for that and i will be reviewing it on here when the time comes so make sure you stay tuned But for this episode, I will be reviewing Turning Red. It's just going to be a brief review because not a lot of people have seen it so far. But, oh my gosh, it was a treat to sit down and watch. And honestly, it was one of those films where I was kind of like, I I written off in a way. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot this movie's coming out. Forgot Pixar's creating another movie. But Disney Pixar's Turning Red, which is now streaming on Disney Plus, is written and directed by Domi Shi and stars Rosalie Ching as May and Sandra Oh as May's mother Ming. At this point, I feel bad for Pixar because all of their releases as of late have been direct to Disney Plus, and I wish the folks who worked on these great movies, such as Luca, Soul, and this film, would get that gratification of a theatrical release. So I find it peculiar as Pixar hasn't had a theatrical release since the you-know-what. Walt Disney Animation Studios did release Encanto in theaters this past fall, however, I do feel like this film blew up all over the place when it was released on Disney+. Plus. I honestly didn't hear the Bruno song emerge until it dropped on Disney+. Plus. So, I don't know. But just in regards, taking Encanto into mind and how it just blew up after it being released on Disney+, Plus, I feel like at this point, maybe Pixar is playing their cards right and a direct release to streaming platforms is the way to go for viewership. Regardless, people are talking about Turning Red, and I know I've seen it all over Twitter and Tumblr. This film has had mixed reviews with a broad range. Some people have already watched it multiple times and just absolutely love it, while others are not fans. Listen, I respect others and their opinions about movie interests and such, but the shame others are invoking on the ones that like this film, it's just not cool, y'all. I'm seeing middle-aged men complaining about a subject brought up in this film, which I'll address later in this discussion, and others are calling out the fact that this is promoting children running away from home, which is something that is really not new to the film industry, especially Disney. My friend Heidi, known as Yodeling Cowgirl on Instagram, she brought up a good point that films such as Tangled and these iconic princesses in general, they pretty much all run away from toxic situations which can be argued that May is doing the same in this film because she does feel constricted by her mother's overprotectiveness. Let kids be kids, you know? 
Each kid will grow up with their own interests and goals. And parents, yes, it's important to know where your children are at all times. I'm not saying, you know, that's not important because if I was a parent, I'd be like, bring your phone wherever you go. But this film deals with how May develops her own interests, her own goals, and relationships that are not in her mother's own plan for May. May is a typical 13-year-old girl who is quoted saying she likes boys, she loves her friends, and pretty much has her own life now and just wants her mother to let her go and be who and what she wants to be. Overall, that is the message of this movie. I have to say, when this film was announced, I wasn't too impressed by the trailer. I thought it looked like a Hulk ripoff with this little girl getting angry and turning into a strong being. However, I never pass up on a new Pixar film because, like I said in past episodes, Mike and I are huge supporters of Pixar Studios. We sat down to watch it Saturday night. We had some crumble cookies and popped some popcorn. It was a good night. <laughs> and I was laughing so hard and even had tears from laughter. This film has so much humor and gets so extra and over the top at times with like the ridiculous teenage girl nonsense about screaming about cute boys and their favorite band. But in a way, I was 13 at one time and I've, lots of other girls were and you can relate to that. I know when I was that age, my friends and I were always like three-way calling and gushing over whatever and I just remember like the Disney Channel with Lizzie McGuire and then the Cheetah Girls came out. I remember that so vividly. I had like five friends on the phone. My parents were so pissed because they ran, ran up the phone bill a little bit. But you know, it's just, it's a teenage girl thing. You get excited. But bringing it back down to the family aspect of it, May is also really close with her mother and works around the family business as well. She is stuck in two worlds almost with feeling the need to please her mother while wanting to do just the regular teenage girl things with her group of friends. The story overall was interesting and in true Pixar form, so many random moments of humor. I love how unprovoked the humor was in this film and like I said, had me laughing really hard at times. The over-the-topness of the girls loving the band Four Town brought me back to the whole Backstreet Boys in sync craze back in the 90s. And the climax of the movie was just so clever, and I love how the family pulled together in the end. It was kind of unexpected how Ming had a dark history with the red panda that comes to light. I got major brave vibes from the whole needing to break a spell by a specific time with the consequence staying in that true form, if not achieved. You know, like the mother in Brave, Merida doesn't do the tapestry in time, will be a bear for the rest of her life. That's kind of like the same case in this movie, so I felt like that was repetitive in a way. But regardless, this film really did bring me out of reality, and in my opinion, it's something we need during a time of stress, like what's going on in today's world. You just need to laugh. One thing I do applaud this director for is bringing up the subject of periods. When May initially turns into the red panda, she is freaking out and her mom catches on that something is wrong. Ming immediately thinks that May started her period and goes into total mom mode in making sure she has all the necessary things she needs. This is what I'm saying from before. Periods, they're a natural human thing in women and we shouldn't be embarrassed or grossed out by mentioning it. It happens to all girls. It, it happens to your wives, your mothers, your sisters, etc. I found the animation style interesting in this movie too. 
Pixar has it really nailed down with animating humans to make them look so realistic. I mean, they have come such a long way from the first Toy Story where the humans look like scary robots. <laughs> but I felt like the art in this movie had a different look to it that fit the genre. The color scheming is just very bright with reds, pinks, and you know, the typical teenage girl look. Lisa Frank, for instance, come on. <laughs> This was certainly a different film for Pixar, and I applaud them for, again, going the extra mile, addressing certain topics, and including diversity. All in all, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie and recommend it, especially those that can relate to the storyline. Great job to Pixar for another great one, and I just can't wait for Lightyear this summer. I'm really hoping that still gets a theatrical release. So I know this episode was a little on the short side. I have a full weekend booked. It's my nephew's first birthday, which is so crazy to me. Time flew so fast on that. But my next episode, you guys, you don't want to miss out. Because on April 1st, I have a special guest coming on that I am so excited to chat about with all things Disney. She's one of my favorite YouTubers. And we will be talking about the Fab Five characters and how they have been a part of our lives and just the lives of so many. So you definitely do not want to miss out. And with that, I hope you guys all stay safe and have a great rest of your week. And I'll talk to you next time.